0: things had gotten too crazy. Courtney Sutton ducked behind the corner of the house. Her huge, puffed skirt swirled around her, the tulle fabric catching on a bramble or bush or something. She pressed one hand to her chest, grimacing at the elbow-length evening glove. The exposed skin of her shoulders and upper arms had goosebumps from the cool night air. Between her daughter Lily and her brother Jake, this Halloween party was out of hand. A costume party, and half the town had shown up. Courtney had heard from Stevie, Jake's wife and a popular country music singer, about Jake's mad scientist antics, and she had thought she'd been prepared. But how did you prepare for something like this? This year, Jake had taken it upon himself to throw a full-fledged bash, and as soon as Lily had heard about his plans, she'd been gung-ho. Even Stevie had been in on it, playing an acoustic set on a mini-outdoor stage Jake had set up on the back side of the barn. What could Courtney do to fight them? Jake claimed the party was a marketing device to help them sell more pumpkins this year, but Courtney wasn't fooled. They thought they were building goodwill toward her with the residents of Redbud Trails, but the hole she had dug for herself before her stint in prison was too deep for one party to get her out of. She had been good at being wild, and very little else. It didn't help that the crush of bodies was pushing all her anxiety buttons— For five and a half years, she'd mostly been confined to a six-by-eight cell with breaks for mealtime and recreation. She didn't know how to deal with this many people. It wasn't just the number of people. It was the cacophony of voices, the dancing and yelling and running and pure chaos of the party. Orderly lines and quiet voices, that's what her life had been. Courtney's Cinderella style ball gown and the silvery domino mask she wore might do a cursory job of hiding her identity, but she had a feeling most of the people, Jake's friends, Lily's classmates' parents, knew who she was underneath. It was impossible to hide ugly beneath a fancy dress and a mask. She stood cloaked in shadow and out of sight of the party. "'She peered around the corner of Jake's house "'to see if maybe the crowd had died down a little. "'Jake had hung strings of orange lights "'between the house and barn, "'suspended by poles stuck in large, old-fashioned flower pots. "'The nearly full moon created even more illumination, "'and it looked like the crowd had grown, not shrunk. "'She ducked into the shadows again, "'pressing her back against the clapboard wall.' Maybe she could sneak around the front of the house and hide inside. No, Lily would be heartbroken. Even with the distraction of having Stevie home for the week, her daughter was like a little moon orbiting Courtney. Lily would notice if she ditched the party. And Courtney had vowed she wasn't going to let her daughter down again. She had to go back out there and pretend that all the curious and judgmental glances didn't hurt. She would smile until her cheek muscles ached and eat cupcakes or candy or whatever Lily wanted her to. She was going in sixty seconds. She pushed off the wall, braced one hand on the corner of the house, and prepared to step into the light. A hulking figure approached, and she instinctively backed farther into the darkness. Backlit the way the person was, she couldn't see anything other than the flowing black shirt and black mask that covered the man's head and half his face. She shrunk even farther back, wondering frantically whether he'd seen her. And then the costume registered. Zorro It was only a party guest dressed as Zorro, not an assailant, not someone who wanted to hurt her. She realized the truth, but her body was slower to catch on. Her breath came in gasps, and blood pounded in her temples, muting the noise from the party just beyond. You okay, princess? She didn't recognize his voice, and with the mask covering half his face, she couldn't identify him.